Hey, hey guys, what's up? My name is Mary Elizabeth, and you are listening to the But Why Not podcast. Hey guys, what's up, what's up? It is Mary Elizabeth, and I am coming to you from New York with the sixth episode of the But Why Not podcast. I'm super excited and fired up today. I have just, it's been an insane week since I um, published the last episode, and there's so many things to tell you and so many messages and nuggets of just amazingness that I've learned, and I cannot wait to share them. I would 100% appreciate you if you would take a screenshot while you're listening to this, post it in your stories on social media, tag me, send me a message that I can celebrate you, and smash that subscribe button and leave a five-star rating because I am so thankful to be able to have this to share all of these things with you and the people that you love. The most pathetic person in the world is someone who has sight but no vision, Helen Keller. That quote from Helen Keller was told to me by a good friend. Uh, His name is Roland. I cannot wait for you to hear his interview. He is just absolutely brilliant. His mind is just full of incredible knowledge. But let's talk about that quote for a second, right? The most pathetic person in the world is someone who has sight but no vision. Helen Keller was deaf and blind and made massive, massive strides and changed so many things in her life, and she couldn't see and she couldn't hear. Just for a minute, think about what you do on a day-to-day basis, what we are happy about, what we're sad about, what we complain about, the choices that we make. This person had more struggles than you or I may ever know in her physical limitations, but she never let that be a limitation in her mind. She never let those things stop her. That's such an incredible, powerful message. A lot of times while I'm getting ready for the day, I'll do a get ready with me live on my social media platforms, but I've started also using that time to listen to personal development or listen to motivational speakers or listen to something where I can really engage my brain. Our brains are so powerful and yet we use so little about them. So I heard a story Jim Rome talks about at one point in time about planting a seed. And so I want to tell you a personal story on how this comes to fruition for me. So a few months ago, I'm going to say maybe the end of May, early June, I definitely think it was before my birthday. I had been planting some flowers and repotting some things, uh, plants that I have and um, propagating. And I found a a bag of sunflower seeds, Um, not the ones that you eat, but like actual sunflower seeds you can plant, right? So I was like, yeah, all right, well, I tried them a year before. I put way too many in one pot. So this year I was like, okay, well, I'll see if they grow. I'll put them each in an individual pot, um, like a plastic disposable one. And if they grow, then I'll transplant them and put them into the raised garden bed we have out back. So I, in my mind, didn't per se care in one way or the other whether they grew or not. If they grew, great. I was going to transplant them. And if they didn't, like, it was no loss. Like, it was kind of like an experiment, I guess. So, all of a sudden, and and instead of setting them inside, by the way, so there's five individual seeds and five individual pots that are just, like, plastic disposable pots. So, it didn't occur to me initially, but I had pots that are biodegradable so that I could plant these seeds and then I would have been able to plant those pots in the soil and they would just kind of dissolve and I wouldn't have to actually take them out and replant them, right? But I didn't, didn't think about that at the time. 
So I set these sunflowers outside and they just take off. I've been obsessed with sunflowers since my grandfather grew them when I was little. They're just one of the most gorgeous flowers. That and hydrangeas are my two favorite across the board. Lilacs too. I like lilac trees. But so I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to transplant these. Okay. Well, then what happens, right? Life is busy. Time gets away from us, you know, between the podcast and some of the great projects I've been working on with a mentoring program I'm in and my personal uh, entrepreneur business and all these things, right? And then life, time kind of got away from me. And all of a sudden, I went outside one day and I was like, okay, these are really big. I really need to repot them or they're going to die. So (laughs) the roots from these sunflowers are huge and they had grown through the plastic pots. And like I said, they're, they're like a plastic flimsy disposable type of pot, right? So I'm like, how, how am I? Okay. So I go get a pair of scissors and I cut away these pots and I put them in the raised garden bed. Now I, I don't really plant things outside. I like houseplants and succulents. And so putting things into a raised garden bed I had no idea you had to till it and do all these things. And all of a sudden, the little flies started coming around and I was like, ah, I don't know. I'm type O positive and I get eaten by mosquitoes and bugs and everything super crazy. I don't know if you can relate to that, but if you can, definitely drop that in the comments because I sympathize. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, and then there's spiders and I'm like, oh my, it's not that I'm prissy. I just, I, I don't, I don't like that. that I just don't. So I, I got them in the soil, right? And then one of them. I couldn't get, the roots were so big and grown. I couldn't get the pot, like I couldn't get the plant, I mean, out, out of the pot. So I just buried the whole thing in the grass and in the, the dirt and I just let it go. And in my mind, I had given up. Okay, I had said, well, all right, they grew. If they don't continue to grow, like I tried, but this really isn't my thing. And what you believe is what you become, right? So if I had believed that I wasn't going to be successful in doing something like this, I wouldn't, they wouldn't, they wouldn't be successful, right? So almost all of the the sunflowers died because I didn't plant them, right? And I got frustrated and I let that side of me go through instead of just taking a minute, stepping away and trying again, right? There's one sunflower left. And the stem grew in almost a U shape. And you fast forward to four days ago. This sunflower is about seven feet tall. And it opened up into the most beautiful flower that I, 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 I could have never imagined that to have happened. What's the point of that story? That even in my disbelief that I could not make those grow, that I could not do that, that I didn't do it right, I didn't fix the soil, I didn't plant them right, I didn't do all these things right, and I had given up, that sunflower's only purpose is to grow. And it defied every odd I gave it, and it still grew to show me that it was possible that against all odds, everything that could have gone wrong went wrong when I tried to transplant that. And it still adapted to its environment and it grew and it bloomed into something absolutely beautiful. 
I want you to think about that for a second in your life and where that could apply, right? That sunflower, if it could think, would have said to itself, but why not? Why can't I grow big and strong just because I don't have the same environment as I would want to need to have all the perfect growth? What's something in your life that you can look at and say, wait a minute, I'm looking at this all wrong. You don't need to change all the soil. You don't need to change the rain. Jim Rohn tells you this. You don't need to change all these things. You have to change what's inside of you. You have to have the belief that you can, that you can do it against all odds. If you don't believe you can do it, why is anyone else or the universe or your God or anybody going to believe that you can do it if you don't believe it yourself? It's really difficult sometimes. It's been a really long week. I'm going to be straight with you guys. There's been some incredible highs. And I've, I've accomplished things on my goal board that I'm just so proud of. But there's also been some really low points this week. There have been some things I've been sharing my story and there are some people in my life that are really not happy about that. It's not a reflection on me. I didn't do anything wrong. I'm more than happy to take the accountability. It's a reflection on that person, right? It's a reflection on how they feel about something. Some of the loneliest people in the world are the most successful because There are not many people at the top. And when I say the top and I say lonely, it doesn't mean that no one's around them. But we are hardwired, right? Listen to a motivational speech today. So this isn't my original idea, but I'm going to pass it on to you because I think you really need to know about it. We are hardwired to want the approval of our parents, of our peers, of anybody in our life. We are hardwired to want that approval. The only way, maybe not the only way, but in my opinion, the only way for you to succeed to all the dreams and and goals that you have and you want for your life is to push past that. It's not easy. I've shed a lot of tears in the last 48 hours. I've I, 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 there's, I don't even have words for it, but I know that by sharing my story and doing what I truly feel I'm meant to do, which is to talk to all of you in every way that I can to share my story, my experiences is so much more valuable than not having those people in my life, either the way I want them in my life or, or at all. And that's a really hard, hard pill to swallow. It just is. You know, uh, if you think about a shark and you put a shark in a tank and it's a four foot tank, how big does the shark grow? No more than four feet, right? It grows to the size of its environment. But you put a shark in the ocean It's going to grow a hell of a lot bigger than four feet, right? So what do you think happens if you find that strength to take yourself out of that tank that someone else's opinion is, right? 
Someone else's opinion is putting you in a tank. It's putting you in a contained environment. Take yourself out of that container. Take away the ceiling. What do you think the potential is for you, your life, your goal, your dreams, your family, all of it? When I was at the hospital and I was working there, there was a ceiling. And I don't mean a literal ceiling because I was in a building. As much as I have some, well, actually, I would be lying to you if I said that anyone really talked to me once I left the hospital. But that's not the point. The point is, is that I had made some incredible friends there. Right? But it was such a toxic environment and I had no idea. I had no idea until I left that environment and I took that ceiling away. That there was a world of possibilities out here for me that I could do. I could grow as tall as I wanted to grow. Think about that sunflower. If I had put that sunflower in a pot, it's only going to grow as far as the roots can grow. But I chose to set it outside and it's seven feet tall. I cannot fathom why once someone learns these things, why anyone would want to stay in a place that doesn't allow them to grow. People talk about wealth. What is wealth? Right? I heard this perfectly today. This person on a podcast I was listening to said this. Wealth is happiness. How much you laugh and how much you make the people in your life laugh. Now, I will forever say that laughter is the best medicine and that you should laugh at least once a day. And I don't mean like, <laughs> I mean like belly laugh, tears down your face, whether it's at a reel, whether it's a joke, like it doesn't matter. You should laugh. Smile. Enjoy that beautiful feeling. When I talk about success and breaking through the mindset and breaking the stigmas and and talk about wealth, finances and wealth financially in your bank account, money in your bank account, we have to have that in order to get food and to do these things, right? But that's not wealth to me. Wealth to me, success to me is how many people I can help. How many people can I get this message to, to know that they were meant for more? Steve Harvey was saying yesterday in a speech I listened to, God wouldn't put you here and keep you here if he didn't have a plan for you. Right? You don't have to be religious to understand that. You're here for a reason. All of us at some point in our life have said, you know what? I really wish I could do that. I'm here to challenge you to go do that. There will always be an excuse, there will always be a reason, there will always be an obstacle. You don't get to the top of a mountain by starting at the summit. No, you start at the bottom. And you climb, and you go around the trees, and you go around the boulders, and you go, you know, around the, the, the things that fall, I can't think of the word I want there. Um, you know, you go around these things, you go through snow, you go, like, uh, the post office model, right? Um... They go through all the weather to still get to you. Why can't we do that for ourselves? It comes back to the same concepts of the hospital. I was putting in so much time and effort and spending money on on, um, 
uniforms, if you will, like scrubs and shoes and all these things. And I was putting in so much effort there because I loved what I was doing. But I was working harder at my job, as Jim Rohn says, than I was working on myself. And when I stopped working harder at my job and I started working harder on myself, things changed. That's when things change. That's the moment that things change. I didn't know what personal development was. There's no personal development in healthcare. (laughs) I could tell you some horror stories. There's no personal development. There's no wanting to be better. Like, I mean, yeah, medicine is about, like, your health. Like, they want you to feel better, right? But that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. But the pettiness that goes on in toxic environments like this, every single day at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I am on a Zoom with people from across the world. Literally across the world. We are all in different companies, and we are doing the same income-producing activity together. And we have created a family. And as much as I was in my job for 12 and a half hours, sometimes 16 hours a day, for 12 freaking years, do you know how many of those people that I called coworkers would have come running instantly if I called them and said there was a problem? I'll let you take a guess. But I can call someone in a different time zone and they'll be instantly on the phone, on a Zoom, on a Facebook call, anything to help me out. Now, I also need you to understand, I am not bashing nor belittling where I came from. I made some really incredible friends when I worked where I worked. We were a family. We were there for each other. But there was also so much division there. And that was never really taken care of. That was never looked at. It was petty this and petty that. You never are going to have good without the bad. But if you don't learn from both the good and the bad, you're never going to get anywhere. So what does wealth mean to you? Does it mean you get to be happier? Does it mean you have to not settle? Does it mean you have to check your circle? What does it mean for you? Out of all of the living species on this entire planet, humans are the only ones that get to make a choice. We get to make a choice. Animals don't get to make a choice of, oh, well, today I'm going to eat grass and I'm not going to eat meat, right? Lions don't just go around saying, oh, today I'm just going to not eat that gazelle and I'm going to go have some, you know, bean sprouts, right? They, they don't get choice. They're programmed to do what they're ingrained to do. Humans are the only, we're the only ones, the only living species that gets to make a choice. We get to decide if we want to be happy. We get to decide if we want to be sad. We get to decide to change our life. And I know it sounds like I'm on one today, guys, but the world is changing. And we are so somewhat stuck in our ways. And all we want to do is bitch and complain. Where does that get you? It doesn't get you anywhere. 
Complaining about the government doesn't change the government. Complaining about the gas prices doesn't change the gas prices. Complaining that you haven't had a vacation in hundreds of time, like uh, tons of years, doesn't get you a vacation. You have the option. You have the control to change those circumstances. No, you can't change the gas prices, but can you find something that you can do in your spare time that helps put a couple extra hundred dollars in your bank account so that you can pay for gas without worry, groceries without worry, new school clothes, turkeys on Thanksgiving? Yes, you can. Can I change the fact that there's a stigma around mental health and that I, I 100% out of all the passion in my life wish that there wasn't? Is screaming up and down and, and yelling at the government and, and yelling at the, the, the groups that don't allow people to get mental health help, is that going to do anything? No. But is talking to you about the fact that we can make a choice, we can have the ability to change our trajectory? Yeah, I can. And I am so, so thankful that I have that opportunity. So thankful. I'm so thankful for that, that just horrific choice or lack of choice that the state gave me last year. I worked in healthcare. The state said you get vaccinated for COVID or you don't have a job in healthcare. Whatever your beliefs are, up to you. Don't care about that in the best way, guys, really. But for me at the time, with my already horrifically challenging autoimmune diseases, that wasn't an option for me. But I had to pivot. I had to figure out what to do. Right? You know the episode in Friends with a couch? Like, pivot! Right? I had to find a thing to do. <laughs> Losing my job or uh, resigning from my job that I loved was the best thing that ever could have happened to me, even though it was one of the hardest times of my life. If I would have just sat on the couch, moped and cried and not tried to figure out another way to go about things, we wouldn't be here together today. I wouldn't have scrolled social media two days ago and, and had seen that so many people that I had no idea, I don't I have no idea who they are. They're using my posts for their own platforms. It's not plagiary, it's an honor. Plagiarism. Plagiarism, right? I'm not upset that I'm so blessed and thankful that they're using those, those posts that I write for other people to see. The message is spreading. I'm so thankful for that. And I hope that you can hear the passion in my voice. If you can hear my hand hitting the table, it's because I'm Italian and I talk with my hands. But... I want that for all of you. And I know that you can have it. I know it because I've been through it. I'm not somebody who ever says, oh yeah, yeah, I understand if I don't. I find that rude and dishonest. If I can't understand what you're going through, I say, I'm really sorry, I can sympathize with you. But this I understand. This I know. So guys, please. If you don't know how to start, reach out to me. Message me. Leave a comment, leave a review, message me. Let's have a conversation. Even if you just don't know how to start, even if you just need a, a mentor to listen to, like I could suggest books, I could suggest motivational speakers, anything. But take that ceiling down over your own heads. 
Decide what wealth is for you. Decide to ask yourself the question, but why not? And go forward. Step into your potential, right? Emily Ford, previously known as Emily Varva, did an amazing, incredible speech that changed my life. We're all standing in a box and the only way that we're going to move forward is if we step out of that box. We take one step. You don't have to run the marathon. You just have to put one foot in front of the other, right? One foot in front of the other. I'm so excited to see where life takes any of you. And I heard this quote that really, really summed it all up. It said, sunlight is available to everyone, but only those who open their eyes will see it. It doesn't matter what your past is. It only mat- what only matters is your choice moving forward. Guys, thanks so much for listening. I am so, so blessed to have all of you who tune in every week, listening, taking in the message, and then making that decision on whatever that one part of your brain says, but why not? I was absolutely sincere when I said reach out. So I am on Facebook and Instagram. Both are Mary Elizabeth Rotten. I am on TikTok, underscore, Emmy Ratten, underscore. You can follow me on Twitter or you can send me an email at maryelizabethratten at gmail.com. In closing, I want to leave you with three affirmations. I am amazing. I can do anything. Positivity is a choice. Thanks so much for listening. Talk soon.